Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Lori Harder from Earn Your Happy. Hi, this is Dr. Ivan Meisner, founder of BNI. Hi, this is Jack Campfield, co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And if you want your relationships to be blissful. And if you want to learn how to network effectively. And if you want to be the best networker you can be. You should be listening to the Build Your Network. Build Your Network. Build Your Network podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chappell. Travis Chappell. Travis Chappell. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Network podcast. Uh, today is another compilation episode. Uh, we're in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and there's been some tremendous value being given so far, and I can't wait to share today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds here on the show, um, obviously, especially with these uh, these last few compilation episodes that have been going out. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is, you're definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons, and it's 100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course and start today. This is one of the most frequently asked questions that I get is, hey, Travis, what is a mastermind? You talk about masterminds all the time. I don't really know exactly what that is or what, like, where do I find one? Who leads them? All those different types of questions. If any of those have ever come up in your head, just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course and start today. 
And now let's go ahead and jump into today's episode with these three awesome featured guests. We have Lori Harder, Ivan Meisner, and Jack Canfield. Lori is the best-selling author of A Tribe Called Bliss, and then she also has a top-rated podcast called Earn Your Happy. She is a fitness and lifestyle entrepreneur along with her husband, Chris. They are such, such great people and uh, such a pleasure to be around. You're going to enjoy what she has to say. And then we have Ivan Meisner, who's seen CNN called the father of modern networking. He is the founder of BNI, which have, I mean, they have chapters all over the world. Um, and we talked about in our episode together how um, all the referred business in all of the BNI chapters since the foundation of the company has has surpassed the gross domestic product of even small countries. So it's pretty crazy what Ivan's been able to build. Uh, you'll enjoy a lot of what he has to say. And then lastly, Jack Canfield, who is the one of the best-selling authors of all time. The Chicken Soup for the Soul series has sold over half a billion copies worldwide. And he's also a best-selling author of The Success Principles. So much value jam-packed in this episode. So without any further ado, here is Masterminds and Mentorship, part number six with Lori Harder, Ivan Meisner, and Jack Canfield. How important, how crucial have uh, paid masterminds or one-on-one -on -one mentorships been for you in, in your career so far? Oh my God, for going to the next level. Like there are some levels that you can absolutely get to in your life on your own. But even then I have mentors in my ears through podcasts and through books and, you know, modalities like what you're doing right now mm -hmm. um, with your podcast. But if I want to really, really go and, and practice what it looks like to be around and in and get the feelings and get the inside scoop on the next level uh, and just have people who hold me accountable. See, that's the thing is when things aren't getting done, that's when you know you need them um, because you need some massive accountability and maybe some other ideas from outside sources. So when you've reached a plateau for a long period of time, that is your time to go get coaches, get in a mastermind. And it's exponentially grown our businesses and our life and our relationships and our perspective. Um, more than I can say, I will never not have a coach. I, I, I have like a few coaches at a time. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm always in, I'm in two different masterminds, Tech, oh, technically three masterminds this year. So yeah, I think they are vital if you have a big calling and a big mission. If you don't mind me asking Lori in the last couple of years, how much money have you and Chris spent on masterminds? Oh my God. I don't, it's definitely far over six figures. Uh, Chris is the money guy. I don't really know. I know that I have this year alone, we have like over a hundred thousand dollars on my end for masterminds. Um, yeah. And that's not for coaching. So yeah, <laughs> included. I, I asked that just to put this into perspective for somebody listening right now. If, if, if you've never done something like this, you're obviously not going to go spend six figures on a mastermind this year, but should you spend something? I think the answer is yes. Um, if if you want, if your goals are to exponentially increase your know-how and your connections and relationships this next year, then I don't think there's another option that you, you kind of have to go spend money on something like this. Are there free options? Yeah, of course. But will you get as much from that free group? No, definitely not because you're not as emotionally invested because you didn't spend money on it. And the other people in the group aren't as emotionally invested because they didn't spend money on it either. Um, so do you, do you got to go find one that's, you know, $75,000 
$100 for a year? No, of course not. Mm -hmm. But find something that works for the level that you're currently operating on. And I think that you will find the same exact thing that Lori has uh, found in her career and that I've uh, started to find in mine. And you brought up one thing that I kind of want to dive into a little bit. One of those aspects that you threw into that recipe was how to introduce yourself effectively. Can you yeah. talk a little bit into that? Because I think that's one of the biggest struggles people face is they just don't know what to say to somebody when they go talk to them. So here's the first thing you say. Hi, my name is Ivan. Tell me about what you do. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. That's the first thing you got to do. And people don't get that. They start launching into sales mode. And it goes back to the two ears and one mouth and being interested instead of interesting. So tell me about what you do. What do you specialize in? What's your target market? What are some of the things you love about what you do? Just get somebody to open up and talk to you. And then there's one or two really good questions to ask to wrap up. But your question was, what do you say about yourself? So when it's your opportunity after they've had a chance to talk. And if you're talking to somebody who is a good networker, they're going to ask you, so enough about me. Tell me what you do. I think it's really important to have pretty tight USP, a unique selling proposition, something that in just a few words says who you are and what you do. One of my favorites is the Referral Institute. They say, we help people create referrals for life. Hmm. Now, that's a great phrase because people, when you say that, we help people create referrals for life. You go, well, how do you do that? You know, that's a, that, that leads to another question. How do you do that? Right. Also, when you can tell you have a good, unique selling proposition, if they pass the eyebrow test. Okay. Now, this is something that was first described by a good friend of mine, Sam Horn. And the way it goes is the eyebrow test works like this. If you say, we help people create referrals for life and their eyebrows scrunch down, you've just confused them. <laughs> they have no idea what you mean. 
On the other hand, if their eyebrows go up, oh, how do you do that? You got their attention. And that's a great USP. So my advice to people is practice with different USPs. They should be no more than about 10 or 12 words. And practice and watch the response. Listen and watch for the response. And if the response, both verbally and visually, is positive, then you've landed on an effective USP where you can then go into more depth about what it is that you do. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Besides Richard Branson, because we already talked a little bit about him, who is the most interesting or influential person that you've been able to meet through a series of connections and networking? Well, listen, hands down, uh, Branson is probably one of the most interesting for so many reasons. I could spend 30 minutes talking about just stories about him and how impressed I am with him. But I think one of the other people that I've developed a really good relationship with and I have a lot of respect for is Jack Canfield who wrote the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and the Success Principles book. I love Jack. I've gotten to know him really well. And I'll tell you one of the things I really like about Jack is that his ego does not enter a room before him. <laughs> you know, you meet a lot of people so where their ego yeah. enters before they do. And uh, here's a guy that sold three quarters of a billion books. That is insane. The chickens. Yeah, and he's just like real down-to-earth kind of guy. So that's another one that I really have a lot of respect for. Now, throughout your career, how important have one-on-one -on -one mentorships and these group mastermind settings been? Well, look, I believe in Franklin, Benjamin Franklin's quote that if you empty your purse into your head, you'll have something that no one can ever take away from you. And I think today with technology, you don't even have to empty your purse. You just take a little out of your purse <laughs> to get something that no one can take away from you. And that's knowledge. Now, of course, we're singing to the choir because the people who are listening to this uh, show understand the importance of investing their time and or money into lifelong learning. And so I'm a huge fan of lifelong learning. And I think that's the way we stand out. And I think I'm guessing your show plays worldwide. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's online. Yeah. So I have found some countries right now are way better at immersing in lifelong learning than others. And unfortunately, a lot of the Western society countries have gotten kind of complacent about lifelong learning. And many developing nations are on fire for lifelong learning. And if some of these Western countries, Western civilizations don't get on board with getting back into lifelong learning, we're going to have developing nations clean our clock in terms of entrepreneurism. That's my editorial comment at this point. <laughs> What fears has networking itself allowed you to overcome? So, you know, so this will surprise you. It surprises, I think it will surprise you. It surprises most people. I'm actually what's called a situational extrovert. So when I'm talking about networking, I'm come across as an extrovert. But generally speaking, I'm actually an introvert. It was my wife who brought that to my attention a number of years ago. <laughs> And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know me, I'm the expert. And she's like, oh, no, you're not. You're a total introvert, unless you're talking about networking. And so I got mad at her. I took a test. And by golly, it said, you're an introvert who is a situational extrovert. So one of the fears that I overcame was many years ago learning how to meet people and just start a conversation with people because I was uncomfortable with it. I mean, just think about the kind of network that I started. A group of people, 30, 40, 50 people, our largest chapters have maybe 80 or 100 people. And they get together every week and it's all about building relationships. Not a network where you have hundreds or thousands of people getting together in big mixers. That's overwhelming to me. Yeah. But a small group of people where you get to develop relationships, that attracted me. It hit me like a bolt of lightning when my wife said, no, you're an introvert. 
it hit me like a bolt of lightning that that's kind of the network that I created where extroverts can do well, but it's also very welcoming to introverts. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. If we were sitting down in like, um, in just like this in a mentorship type of a mm-hmm. situation and I was like, Hey Jack, I, I really, I have some resources and some time and energy to focus on one of those three things this year. Mm-hmm. Which of those three would you say like you should focus a lot of time doing this? See, I would go back to the same thing again. It's got to be all three. Yeah. Like I take one of the things that you can ask me, I think about my morning routine if we ever get there, but yeah. I, I divide it into three parts. Okay. There's 20 minutes of aerobic exercise and weightlifting. There's 20 minutes of meditation. There's 20 minutes of reading. So it's information, it's vibration, and it's physical health in that Mm. sense. You know, now I could add another 20 minutes and make five calls to network with people or send out five emails or whatever, which I do, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just this morning I found something. One of my friend's wife has cancer and I'm reading my CNN app and there's a new thing where electropulse vibration, a million vibrations per second. Wow. They're putting them on these cancer tumors and they're basically disappearing. No it, it gets them so hot that they can't stand it. Cancer cells can't live above 109 degrees. And so this vibration, like, you know, your microwave takes it up to that. So I sent it to my friend. Yeah. And that's one of the things I do because mm-hmm. it's so, anyway. Keeping people in the, yeah. in the picture. It's kind of like, yeah. it's like you have a right leg and a left leg. You need them both <laughs> to walk. So yeah. I don't want to discount either one. I know we're here talking about networking. Networking is critical. Mm-hmm. But so is getting better at what you do and also growing yourself so you're at a higher level of beingness. And you, you've done a lot of work with building self-esteem, mm-hmm. with growing self-confidence. Mm-hmm. But then you're also talking about how your vibration matters a lot when you talk to people. It and does. You, you see, like you said, with, with their eyes lit up and all that kind of right. stuff. How do you balance becoming more confident? without crossing the line into being like cocky and arrogant. Cause that was one thing that one reason that I wasn't confident growing up. So I was always super afraid of people thinking that I was going to be really cocky and arrogant. Mm-hmm. So I would just like, I would just talk. It would be negative self-talk is what it would be. It was just like, no, you're not that good. You're not that good. Right. You're not that good. But I know that there's a balance there. And it's something that a lot of people struggle with, including myself for a while. Well, true confidence is not arrogant. It just, if you were truly confident, mm-hmm. arrogance doesn't happen. It's people that aren't confident, and I'm not going to name names right now, but we have a lot of them in our public sector these days who are mm-hmm. not confident. And so they're very arrogant. They're always over-pushing their message themselves, mm-hmm. trying to compensate for this inner sense, I'm not okay, I'm not enough. And so confidence comes from two places. Number one, when you realize that you're a spiritual being, that's like realizing that nothing can harm you, like bullets mm-hmm. go through you, I mean, the, the matrix, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. kind of thing. That's what they're trying to teach people. But the other place that confidence comes from is surviving a risk. You went door to door selling stuff mm-hmm. and you were risking re- rejection, your own sense of approval and competence and all that, but you survived. And the more you survived it, the more confident you became. Guys that can easily go up and introduce themselves to women, they had to risk it the first time, Yeah, you know? And some people do come up, they're too arrogant and then women get turned off. Yeah. That guy's a, an a-hole, they'll right. say, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so it's a matter of just knowing that you are enough Mm-hmm. And that you're okay and what you care about is okay. And also knowing that everybody is not going to buy or want to be with what or who you are. Exactly. That was the biggest realization for me yeah. when I was kind of wading through all of that was realizing that I would have to be okay if people perceived me to be that way. And right. I would just have to be okay with it. Like I can't control how they perceive me. Very I can true. just be who I am right. and say like, I'm presenting myself as a person, as a being. And if they don't want any part of it, they don't want any part of it. And you know what happens when you stop worrying about what other people think and just be yourself? The people that would be attracted to you and what you have get it because you're not hyping it. You're just really at peace with it. You're vibrating it. You know, yeah. and they go, wow, he's really into that, you know? And if they're interested in that, then they want to play with you. Right. 
So often we're pushing it that the people that would be responsive to us pull away. Yeah, that's so true. And that was a big, big cornerstone for me moving forward was just realizing that, you know what, in the end, it doesn't really matter. You know, like I'm going to yeah. be me and I have to be okay with some people not liking me, but sometimes it's a difficult pill to swallow. The fact that you knowing that, that somebody's not going to like you. And at well, first it's part of growing crippling. up, you know, yeah. I mean, literally that's an adolescent mentality because mm-hmm. like when we go to high school, and mm-hmm. middle school, that's what everyone's concerned about. Right. But as you get older, you have to realize, I love this. There's a woman, there's a book called, uh, when I grow older, I'm going to wear purple or something like that. This woman, one of the quotes in there is something like, you know, I spent all my life worrying about what other people were thinking of me. And when I got older, I realized no one was thinking about me. <laughs> they were all wondering what I was thinking about them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What was the rule that you that you have? Like the, the when you're 18? Yeah, I yeah. forget the exact, I'm paraphrasing because yeah. I don't remember the exact right, things. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Well, Jack, I, honestly, I could talk to you about this kind of stuff for a really long time. Uh, I'm going to ask you one more quick thing about networking because sure. uh, I want to keep my promise here and go back to that mentorship conversation sure. that we're having at the beginning. And um, then we'll move on to the next segment. So I know that mentorship was a really crucial aspect for you in your personal development and self-development. How does somebody go about finding a mentor? Like somebody like the people that you were rubbing shoulders with, you said you could go to Ogmandino's office and talk with them and, and stuff like that. How do people find that? And are people too afraid to leave their comfort zone to go find something like that? I think First of all, you've got to find who are the people that are doing what you want to do or know the things you want to know. And don't start at the top like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, who's not with us anymore. But you have to be, you always want to go at least one level up. Mm-hmm. You yeah. try to go five levels up. Like some people want to come and have me mentor them. They don't know enough yet for me to do that anymore. Right. You know, right. Whereas 20 years ago, we were I wasn't that far ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, if you're really passionate about what you do. I see the fire in the eyes of some people remind me of who I was when I was younger. So by all means, ask. There's never any harm in asking. But also tell the person why. Why do you want to work with them? You know, what do you bring to it? Let them know that you're going to be someone who will put into practice what they teach you unless it's unethical or it goes against everything you believe. Because if I give you advice, you don't use it. Why are we talking? Just waste of time, yeah. And the other thing I always tell people is ask for 10 minutes a month. Can I get 10 minutes of your time? I just call you once. Invariably, that 10 minutes turns into longer. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people that I've gave 10 minutes to and we were on the phone for half an hour because it was really <laughs> valuable. Sometimes I like them so much. I say, why don't you come shadow me for a day? Now, I don't, as you're watching this or listening, I don't do mentorship anymore, except with people that are my students that are paying me, not yeah, because yeah. I'm mercenary, but <laughs> because they're the people that most yeah. need my help because I'm, they're learning to do what I teach. And so I want them to be really good at it. You only have so much time. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But ask, 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 you know, you ask 10 people, you get one. Yes. That's all you need. How many mentors would you say is like a good amount to have at any given time? Depends on how many things you're interested in. Okay. Do you need a mentor on financial investing? Do you need a mentor on being a better husband, wife, parent? Do you need a mentor on marketing? Do you need a mentor on how to be a better coach? You know, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. Like sometimes I'll have two or three people that I call consistently about things that I'm working on because that's where I'm focused and need support. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds here on Build Your Network. They are literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. If this is a new term to you or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or how much they are, how to find one, all those types of details, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons. It's 100% 
100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to travischapel.com to grab that course and start today. Have a fantastic rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.